Seeking the Wise Wise. With Aaron and Alexander discussing the just philosophy. Covering self-development, emotional processing, conscious relationships, and five levels of overall wellness. Welcome to our sixth year of the Wise Wise podcast. We are on episode 127. Here to join us is, of course, Alexander. Thank you, everyone, uh, for your support over all these years. And uh, thank you to Aaron for this connection and the ongoing interest in getting this information out there to everyone. And we just got done doing a 13-episode season of our first season of our Inward Journey story series where we brought in a lot of creativity. We wrote stories to give examples in which we could relate the work to to help give another perspective that one can relate to when introducing this work to people and seeing it in another light, more in like maybe a feminine way, right? Yeah, and it was a lot of fun doing that for the six months or so that we worked on that platform, and I felt like we accomplished what we were looking for, and I think we'll continue to pull from those episodes, but it was an attempt to help people to relate to characters in a story in uh, everyday type of situations, and then I was discussing how we would see to bring the philosophy in or to assist the communication. And um, I'm very thankful for everything that we, we went through during that experience. So now we're stepping into something even new again. If you out there have not heard one of our episodes of Inward Journey, we may be utilizing, like Alexander said, some of our characters because we did develop characters with certain human design birth charts that have different energetic makeups that you may identify with yourself or somebody in your family so that when we do use them as an example, you have more of a back history of who they are as a person and how that experience relates to them and their lives versus maybe Alexander and I sharing one of our experiences over time. So it does kind of allow us to expand more into other types of people versus just us. Yes. And that was a part of the creative side. Although I know that since you and I both are writing the stories, we've brought information from our own experiences. And it was really, really fun being able to develop the characters and do it authentic, even connecting them, like you said, to their card and their human design type. And and we're going to pick that back up. There's going to be a, a second season that we're planning, but we're going to take a break from that style and we're going to get into some of uh, the most basic and to the point applications of the Just Philosophy that I think that we've even done so far. Yeah, and one subject that we're talking about today is shadow work. And it's something that I don't think we've ever really talked upon too much. I mean, I'm sure we've mentioned it from time to time, but it is a word that is utilized across many spiritual practices or perspectives out there. So it does have several different meanings depending on who you're talking to. And so I did reach out to social media to ask what other people or how they would define shadow work and kind of got a main consensus, which is kind of in the realm of of close to how we're probably going to discuss it in a way. But things like addressing parts of ourselves that we'd rather ignore, exemplifying our beliefs while we're here and doing work. Other people said taking emotional accountability and accepting patterns of fear while bringing in love and bringing awareness to parts of ourselves 
while utilizing acceptance and then creating change and how the shadow part is a natural part of ourselves and not to judge it. So we did get a wide range of views, but most of it was compiled into those perspectives. So Alexander, how does the just philosophy or what is the perspective of the just philosophy when we are dealing with a term called shadow work? How would you define it in this way? Yes, I'm so glad you set it up in that way because I'm not looking to define shadow work, but I'm looking to relate a common term that's going around out there and how the just philosophy relates to that term. And in this, what the just philosophy shares as shadow work is your two main emotions, or I like to even uh, propose them to be your emotional parents, that just as we discuss energy on just about every episode, we discuss how all five of our levels are connected, the spiritual, the mental, the emotional, the energetic, and the physical. And on the emotional here, I like to look at it as Everyone has two main emotions that they run from, that they are challenged with, that show up the majority of the time in their life. In the human design, they have what's called a not-self theme. And for each different type of the four different types, I like to look at them as five, but uh, in some systems they look at them as four as all generators together, generators and manifesting generators. But each type has a not-self theme, and typically that relates to being the majority of the time the main emotion that those people go through. With manifestors, it's anger. With generators, it's frustration. With projectors, it's bitterness. And so with that understanding, this is an opportunity to, rather than fighting these emotions to flip the perception to learn to invite them in to learn to make love with them to be with them to see them as maybe a stepchild that you you married someone because you loved them so much but maybe they had a child and then you embrace that child just as much through the good and the bad and when you're able to see those two main emotions the very first thing that happens is acceptance And that term is used so much through me discussing this philosophy, but sometimes I truly question if people are really understanding the power of when you accept something that you resist, you change the information going to your body consistently through the day. So true acceptance, again, doesn't mean condoning or approving of. It simply means that you stop the resistance within yourself to that subject or that person, place, or thing. And that changes the vibrational frequency that you're feeding your field. So I like to share very openly that my two main emotions are frustration and insecurity. And I really enjoy asking people what their two main emotions they feel like are. I find that most people haven't stopped to think about it, but it's a wonderful seed to plant. So I'm planting that with all the listeners right now. Just go ahead and start considering what two main emotions you operate around. And I'm going to give categories, and then there's subcategories of these as well. But uh, we're going to get into really describing them in the extended version, the complete conversation, And just the main categories are anger, grief, guilt, insecurity, and fear. I find that most all emotions fall under those five. And what would you say that your two are, Aaron? 
mine are very similar to yours. It would be frustration and insecurity as well. Yes, and we're both generators in the human design, so that's not a huge surprise. But there's no two that are worse or any combination that are worse than anyone else's. And we share a lot of these similarities. But the main point of bringing this to the forefront and making a podcast about this is how to get into what to do about all of this. So I'm really excited about uh, getting into the step-by-step. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. The way this conversation is going to be different from probably many other maybe podcast episodes out there is we are going to look at shadow work as a whole and give you like practical step-by-step ways and tools and techniques to utilize the information that you'd get from brainstorming what your two emotions are and then even getting into the reasons or experiences and that would support those two that you would arrive at. But I did want to look at shadow work a little bit more and talk about some things maybe other people don't talk about a lot because shadow work, it kind of suggests a darkness. And we do talk about polarity and duality a lot because the opposite of dark is light. And a common misconception can be that, oh, we just want to be all in light all the time. Mm -hmm. But what would be the downside to being in just light Because I feel like part of that is ignoring the dark, right? Yes, and this is the difference between our second pillar, which is polarity versus duality. That in the duality, those two, light and dark, are fighting and trying to beat each other. In the polarity view, they both have to coexist. So there's an immediate acceptance in the polarity view and an immediate resistance in the duality view. And that is a choice of perception. Duality is not being forced upon us, but polarity is. So I like to just look at it as you can't stand in the light without casting a shadow. So stop trying to run from the shadow. Stop trying to hide from the shadow. Embrace the shadow. And it can actually be a beautiful part of ourselves when we truly get into deep acceptance and forgiveness and seeing just how beautiful that not only we are, but others are as well. And we let these preferences and these teachings that we learn through growing up through our society and our families that brings in all the majority of the judgment. And the judgment is what keeps the friction alive. And I've said on many episodes that if you want something to stop, you stop feeding it. And the majority of things on this plane, on this earth plane, they grow through the act of friction. Things get stronger through the act of friction. So if you want to stop something from growing or ruling or directing you, then you stop feeding it the friction. And that begins with the very first spiritual step of the five levels in acceptance And that changes the mental level is next, and that's where the judge resides. But it shifts, acceptance shifts the judge into the investigator. And the investigator approaches a subject very differently than the judge does. And, of course, that's going to change the ripples as it goes through the emotional and then the energetic and then the physical. I like the way you talked about where you can't stand in the light without casting a shadow. And if we're always trying to be in the light and we're ignoring the shadow side, we're not working on acceptance, like you said, but we are resisting it in a way. And it's only going to pull us out of the light more often. Whereas when you make friends with it, you're kind of setting yourself up to be more in the light consistently 
as you work through what you would call the shadow work, right? Yes, yes. And when you give anything awareness, it doesn't have to overtake the energy or the or the focus. Most of the time what happens when negativity takes over someone is they have tried to resist it. They've tried to run from it. And, you know, every level gets tired to a certain extent. So when all five levels are tired, that's a person that's in anxiety or sadness or worry and doesn't seem like they can get out, like a depression type of feeling. But it, I feel like it's very helpful to realize that we do have these five levels and they do feed of, off of each other. And the order that I like to suggest of the acronym of SMEEP is that spiritual, mental, emotional, energetic, and physical. And the very beginning of that as the most powerful one is acceptance. You talked about how practicing acceptance will alter how you perceive things and that kind of that energy that you're taking in or altering your perspective as you're taking in events throughout the day. Whereas if you're practicing acceptance on all five levels, then you're totally changing your experience and how you relate to different events. But if you're in resistance, then you're constantly being bombarded by a lower energy vibe because of the way you're perceiving things. And I saw a meme a couple weeks ago that said, all I want for Christmas is to stop being poisoned. And I thought that was funny because, you know, when you look at the health aspect of this world, it seems like our air, our water, our food is kind of all being polluted. But this is the one thing we can control because we're polluting our own thoughts by the way we perceive events. And we have a chance to clean this up so that we're constantly taking in events through our mind and the way we perceive things in more of a helpful way versus a destructive way. Yes, and a big part of this is accepting that these negative traits have been trained. And that's not to project any blame. It's to accept and actually be able to start working on forgiveness. Because, see, you can't get strong at anything until somebody else shows you the opposite. So when I work with people with forgiveness work, I don't happen to feel that anyone gets away with anything. Whatever people's religious or spiritual beliefs is, many people have different ways of viewing that people pay for what they do. In karma, and that whether it's in this lifetime or the next, that payment will be made. And Jesus shared with us, you know, not to judge, to judge not, lest ye be judged. And so that's a vicious cycle to be in is that judgment. And that is one of the four main characteristics of the spiritual level of the just philosophy is working on non-judgment. And see, uh, that takes us away from right and wrong, good and bad. It takes away that friction for things to grow. But see, that doesn't mean that there shouldn't be a payment. I want everybody to understand that there should be a payment. In any kind of community, there needs to be rules, laws, or structure, whatever you say. But the person that does something so-called that gets convicted of something bad, they should pay for what they did, but they don't have to be judged for it. It doesn't have to define them for the rest of their lives. And this is where, you know, whether it's bitterness, resentfulness, those types of things just breed when we feel like we need to see the payment made. 
And again, I can't stress to people how much that weighs on a person and slowly just really drains an energy field through the emotions, through the mental perception of how you're looking at it. And eventually it makes the body more susceptible to disease or energy in the area that the energy feels being weakened. I wanted to bring in an example here and then we can talk about how can we even identify what is our shadow work. And just an example of from my past, when I had the apparel company, I remember talking to you about feeling or experiencing jealousy to other people that had maybe apparel companies or they were selling things that they were making and they were getting a lot more attention than I was. And I remember Mm -hmm. feeling jealousy for that because I wanted the attention for my own company or they developed something that I wanted to have. So I wanted to bring that in as sort of an example because if I'm just going through my life subconsciously, I would experience this jealousy and then not even question why I was having it. And it would always be looked at as I'm a victim and this person is doing something to me. And again, like that's just a story that I would make up and then I would just go along my business. If somebody asked me what was wrong, I would tell my friend, hey, this person is doing this and talk about it through a story and not even understand that I'm even experiencing jealousy because I would have a way of justifying it that that person was bad and that I was the good person in that story. That's the key word is justifying. And if you're busy justifying, you certainly aren't being that investigator trying to see it clearly. Yeah. So how would I go about even stopping myself to recognize that I am feeling an emotion here and not to judge that emotion, but there's something to look at internally as to why this emotion is coming up. Well, one thing is most people really don't like the way that so-called negative emotions make them feel. Hopefully the listeners can resonate with the understanding that almost all negative emotions are taught to us through our childhood experience and our environments. And many times negative emotions are taught to us through good intentions of the parents or the environment wanting to help us. Like some parents use fear to keep the child from doing something. But when they exercise that discipline through fear, they can create traumas that does just the opposite of of protecting their kid. So in this situation, you know, many times just that very first recognition is that you catch yourself justifying something or feeling a need to prove something to somebody. I like to say that that's like a little yellow flag that's going off of, hey, why are you seeking recognition or acceptance or appreciation? That normally means that there's something here to learn. And if you can just pause for that moment and then say, okay, if I weren't a victim in this case, and if I wasn't giving my power away and saying that this person is making me feel this way and I don't deserve this, that's a judgment right away. So everything comes back to that very first step of the that spiritual level that the majority of our issues begins in judgment. And that something shouldn't be the way that it is. Now, then we can go into, well, why is this? Because the deeper information is that every emotional experience has very little to do with the current situation at hand, but it's connected to all the similar moments throughout your whole life. So if you find where the very first time you felt this jealousy, this sensation of this emotion, 
it can be helpful to start to be able to see the patterns of just how many times if you go through uh, all through your life, you might see just time after time after time where you've experienced this vibration. And if you look at this from the mindset of frequencies, see whatever vibration we do consistently builds our aura or builds our energy field. So that's the power of acceptance is when we can get past accepting that this is happening, that this isn't happening to us. We're actually directing this, that our emotions, we actually choose them. And then we make a connection of maybe where it began in our childhood. Then the next most important thing I feel like is the step of, okay, now what do you do? What is the action? Because the whole point is I need to change this frequency or this vibration. So you don't need to stop feeling or having the experience of the emotion of jealousy. It's a messenger. It's coming to teach you something. Invite it in. It's just that we need to shift that perception that it's something negative that somebody else is doing that they don't deserve to. There's something that somebody else is doing that here I feel like I could do that. And now I'm going to use it to be inspired by either setting up some structure that I'm going to do every day to get better at that. Or I'm going to say, you know what, I'm not willing to put the time and the energy into being as good or better than that. So I'm just going to give them some respect for the time and investment that they've put into that art. And I'm going to go direct my energy into something useful that I want to develop. See, that's just utilizing the energy of jealousy rather than running from it. And then by just taking that moment to pause and we become aware of our own behavior consciously, then we can see how this is affecting our lives in a negative way. So we can talk about it as being shadow work. And that's really what we're talking about. And we can even go and connect it to one of those two major emotions that are a theme throughout our lives. And then thus, this is the work that we are here to do. And we're using the just philosophy to carry out. And like you talked about it, you said, the next step is to figure out what we're going to do. And that is exactly what we're going to be talking about in the complete conversation of this episode. So join us. Look forward to it. What a cliffhanger. Thank you for listening to this free version of the Wise Wise Podcast. To hear the complete conversation and go deeper into the application of the tools and techniques of the Just Philosophy, head on over to wisewisepodcast.com and become a premium member. You'll get to hear all of our complete conversations, including the complete episodes of our Inward Journey story series and our entire back catalog, and continue your self-development journey with us. Thank you all again for listening to the free version of episode 127 of the Wise Wise podcast. If you enjoyed this episode on shadow work, which I certainly did, I felt like this was a great return back to this type of format for us. Of course, we did this for the first 112 episodes of this podcast, and then we transitioned over to the Inward Journey story series for the first season of that, which was 13 episodes. And now we're back to this format. But we have tweaked this format a little bit. It is more heavy on the mental and more heavy on the what to do rather than just an open-ended conversation that we had in the first 112 episodes. So this is more focused on almost like an academic podcast or like a class on how to do these things, how to do the work 
within the Just Philosophy. And if you are not a complete member and have no access to listening to our full complete conversation episodes, I wanted to share all the things that we got into in the premium version. We talked about why it's important to alter your vibration through acceptance, through all five levels and not just the mental, and what can happen if you do, you know, just have acceptance through the mental. And and that is something that that I struggle with a lot. And I even talked about that. Uh, we went into more depth around the three R's and how the second and third steps of respect and redirect are where most people get stuck. And that includes the acceptance going through all five levels where people get stuck in the mental. And we went into why it's important and then ways that we can achieve this. We also talked about how leaving certain situations or changing your environment isn't actually working on shadow work. We can tend to fool ourselves in this. And then we also talked about how saturation is a gauge for where you are in your work. I shared my optimal quote that has helped me around optimal acceptance in the world. Um, We also talked about ways to quickly shift your vibration and why doing the opposite may not yield the best results. And what I mean by that is if you're stuck on hate, it may not be best to immediately jump to trying to love that person if you're trying to work on it. So so we get into that, and that's definitely very helpful to hear. We got into how destructive emotional triggers are to our lives and relationships. And then we even brought in the Inward Journey story series, and we talked about the last episode and used Stevie as an example from the last episode. And we talked about how she could have done her shadow work around her jealousy around Stan and his coworker. We also got into a five-level healing example from Alexander where he went through the steps of what he did to get to that point where he worked through the issue throughout all five levels and was able to see a result in on the physical plane after doing this. Then we finally get into the five main categories of shadow work and their emotions and the sub-emotions that fall under that. So if you remember, we talked about what are your two main emotions throughout your life, and they would be one of these five. And then I also shared a quote of Alexander's of when I first met him, a quote that really stuck with me and rang true to me, but it also brought up a lot of questions. And then at the end of every complete conversation, we have recorded a mini sound journey where we take you from the crown chakra and go through all the chakras within uh, utilizing the bowls all the way down to the root. Because this podcast is really mentally heavy, we want people to just be still and try to ground out of that mental, out of that mind, out of that crown, and take a moment to bring it all down into the root so we can feel digested and rested after, you know, maybe having a little bit of mental fatigue after listening to all this really mentally heavy information. So we're going to do that at the end of every Wise Wise episode of this format. So that will be available. So it'll be right at the end. You listen to the full complete conversation and then you get that mini sound journey at the end. So I want to 
reach out to you guys and say thank you for listening to the free episode. Please take a moment and share this episode, especially this episode, with with anybody who you feel like would resonate and might entertain the possibility of another way of looking at shadow work and then maybe would love a step-by-step way with tools and techniques baked into it on how to actually do it. So until we meet again on the next episode, many blessings your way. We honor your dedication to self-growth, overall wellness, and continuing to ask the wise wise. And remember, gradual changes over long periods of time equals lasting results. Continue on your self-growth journey by visiting thejustphilosophy.com where you are able to connect personally by booking a private consultation with Alexander in person, by phone, or Zoom. Uncover your authentic self more easily with a human design or destiny card consultation. Here you will gain information about your energetic makeup, personality, and your higher self, as well as navigating your way through your relationships. There are also multiple types of reports available for purchase that help you gain insight into your career, relationships, and opportunities for self-growth. The site also allows you to view a calendar of Alexander's live performances and class schedule, peruse other products such as shirts, CDs, and finally, the revolutionary VibroTune vibrational sound therapy tables. These contoured therapy tables allow you to bathe in a vibrational sonic bath of frequencies, bringing you into alignment on all levels. You will be feeling and hearing calming music synced through vibration and frequency. So again, you can grab all this goodness at thejustphilosophy.com, T-H-E-J-U-S-T-P-H-I-L-O-S-O-P-H-Y.com. The Just Philosophy, as discussed in this podcast, has been developed by Alexander over the last 25 years in his personal studies, private practice, and professional environment. The information discussed is intended for educational purposes only and is not meant as a replacement for conventional medicine. Just remember, knowledge plus experience equals wisdom. Seek the wise. We want to thank you for working on you. Keep shining your light and refining your vibe.